Welcome to episode 303 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. My name is Melissa Ellis and I'm coming to you from Wurundjeri country. And I'm Simon Mackley coming to you from Kwandamooka country. Welcome back to the podcast, Simon Mackley, Quizmaster, Event Ambassador and Dirty Cheater. Thanks, Mel. It's great to be here. We haven't heard from you for quite a while. You have appeared on the pod in the past when you hosted a madness, I believe. Is that correct? I did. Uh, yeah, it was Mel and Scott, the much famed and, uh, yeah, talked about <laughs> when I apparently gave Mel the win. <laughs> The controversial quiz. Controversial like, quiz, yes. I think Scott still wants to come on and uh, defend his title, possibly. Well, he better have better internet that actually works <laughs> three seconds faster. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Uh, okay, so yes, you are our quiz master. You do provide the questions for the quizzes that we use at Palm yep. and in the Madnesses. Indeed, yeah. No, I, um, I always write the questions, even if someone like Lyndall actually presents it on the day. But yeah, I'm, I'm the one that writes the questions. Now, I know that although you are an event ambassador, your spiritual home was Mossman. Correct, yes. But you've moved. I have. I've moved up to Redland Bay in Queensland. So even though Redland Bay is my closest park run, I regularly go to Fodder Forest. And uh, yeah, I love the community there. I have noticed that Fodder Forest is becoming a regular on our consolidated club report and also spreading the love of the dirty cheaters up there i hope yeah the ears don't get much of play at the moment but uh, yeah i've definitely been wearing the shirt and the 250 shirt since i gained that while i've been up here as well would you like to tell us about your last parkrun day were you at fodder forest i was at fodder forest for the second week in a row it was quite a warm and humid one actually it was very different to the previous week which is we had mist and and it was a bit cold but um yeah it was a it was a great event um i don't know how many people were there but i met some some parkrun adventurers from gungarlan bill and yvette um yeah so i was talking to them before the event started and heard a bit about what what they've been up to so they were there to get their f Excellent. So a frond of three at Fodder Forest. Say that three times fast. Exactly. Tracy would like that. That's an alliteration. Exactly. She did. <laughs> I think she was there at event 44 as well. Oh, yep. perfect. All right. Well, let me tell you about my weekend. I packed up my little car and headed off on a seven-hour trek to Renmark in South Australia. Renmark is on the traditional lands of the Yirrawirrung communities and is approximately 680 kilometres northwest of Melbourne. Renmark lies on a sweeping bend of the Murray River and according to visitriverland.com.au has one of the most beautiful and accessible riverfronts on the Murray. Renmark is a popular destination for houseboat holidayers and RV travellers. In October, the town hosts the Riverland Rose and Garden Festival, a 10-day event featuring open gardens, floral displays and art exhibitions amongst so much more. I decided to take my small tent and camp in the nearby Holiday Park, something I haven't done in quite some time and had previously declared I would never do again. Ironically, Simon was the last time I probably caught up with you at a park run. I definitely remember that time in Bega. It was freezing. <laughs> However, um, 
Back to Parkrun. The Renmark Parkrun course starts on a grassed area in front of the Renmark Hotel, running out and back in either direction alongside the riverside twice. There is ample parking available for the community, which averages 54 participants with toilets at the before-mentioned hotel. Although I turned up not knowing anybody, I soon struck up conversation with Deb and Phil Harvey from the Shepparton Runners Club, who had been camped next to me, Alison Paris from the Laylaw Running Club, and Joe and Wayne Porter from Anstey Hill Recreation Park Run, with whom we discovered a mutual friend in Janet Reed. I was fortunate to have escaped Melbourne for some better weather, and although it was not one of my best times, I was happy with a midfield finish amongst the 44 participants. After my run, I enjoyed a brief chat with the RD of the day, whose name I didn't catch, so I'm sorry about that, and met her lovely little chihuahua puppy, Daisy. But Simon, sadly, there was not time to linger in Renmark as I needed to return home the same day in order to volunteer at Ainsbury Juniors on Sunday morning. Highlights from my Sunday stint as Tailwalker was meeting pod listener and Victorian event ambassador Greg, who came to volunteer and qualify for his volunteering at Junior's badge, <laughs> and seeing Abby's mum in her bicycle helmet as turnaround marshal. Turns out we have a swooping magpie out at Marshall 10 who hates Renee, but left all the kids alone. But there was also a duck in a tree that yelled at her the whole time. It was hilarious. Poor Renee. So that's me. Finished. That's my weekend. Amazing. Sounds like a really good trip. So I did swear, Simon, that I would never go camping again in a caravan park on my own in a little <laughs> tent. And here I was doing it all again. Yeah. Oh, I'm surprised you've done it again, but I'm sure the weather was much nicer. It was. It was not as cold. I can recommend the Big Four Holiday Park very highly at Renmark. It was a lovely park, so I felt very safe. Excellent. But that is our weekend just gone. We had some feedback from a few listeners. Would you like to read the first one, Simon? I'll definitely read the first one. We got an email from Sam Schroeder, the office lady. So she said, Luke and I were listening to the chat about the volunteer coordinator role and how it works at Shell Harbour. At Picton, the role was picked up by one of our lovely local ladies, Vicky, who very happily works the crowd with her clipboard each Saturday, filling the future roster. She also knows all the people who are happy to fill last minute gaps, so she ensures a full crew each week and takes all that pressure from the RDs. And in the summer, she also brings along Zupa Dupas. We love Vicky at Picton. Regards, Sam. Ah. And what's your take on this position, this volunteer coordinator, Simon? How have you known it traditionally to be used? So from my experience at Mossman, the RD used to always look after the volunteer coordinator role. Um, I've seen it recently at Berenbar. They had someone specifically sitting at the end next to the scanning table and trying to fill the role. Um yeah, I've seen a few people around doing yeah, volunteer coordinator roles. Actually, I know from Curl Curl in Sydney that they have a person that does it 
every week um, and he fills that role. I think he's probably done it for four or five years, to be honest. So he actively vets the emails and the messages to fill the roster through the week and also on the morning? Exactly. So he gives a shout out before the RD starts and um, and yeah, says that the roster's here and we'd love to see you volunteering and that sort of thing. All right. Well, we also had a comment on last week's pod post from Belinda Taylor and she said, great roving reports this week, more overseas ones, please. And I do know that Belinda particularly enjoyed Jeff's report from the US and Harry coming to us from Malaysia. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed those myself. Yeah, it was really good to hear from you know, outside of Australia and, and our friends overseas. It's great to hear those different accents, isn't it? Exactly. And knowing Harry, it was just, yeah, in my mind, I was seeing his big beaming face talking to us. Excellent. I'll take the next one, which was Sue Keen. She replied to Ollie about his pronunciation. So she said, Jirabombera is actually pronounced Jirabombera. It was instilled into me when I went for event two. So that settles it. Who knew there was three ways that you could say (laughs) it? We got them both wrong. We got two wrong. Anyway, thank you, Sue. Thank you for clearing that up. Now, another big point of discussion, Simon, that has been covering the socials is Parkwalk. Now, Ollie and I haven't touched on the Parkwalk initiative in October yet. We haven't really discussed it at all. So I might start by saying that this October marks 18 years since Parkrun's founder, Paul Sinton Hewitt, shouted go at the very first Parkrun event. We'd like to make this 18th anniversary one to remember by dedicating the whole month of October to something extra special, Parkwalk at Parkrun. Through the Park Walk at Park Run Global campaign, we would like to encourage more people to experience the joy and incredible benefits of walking at Park Run, not just in October, but always. So my understanding of Park Walk in October is it's a big promotion to encourage walkers to feel welcome to come along to Park Run and hopefully then they will understand that Park Run isn't just about running and that they can continue to attend after October and enjoy walking at Park Run. That's right, isn't it, Simon? That's my understanding of it, yeah. It's, um, it's a big push from the global office. Um, Chrissy Wellington, who is a very well-known triathlete, is on this. Yeah, so it's it's definitely to encourage people to walk. I walked two weeks ago for the first time ever at a park run. So after 260-something park runs, I walked my first one. Wow. And it was very different, very different. Like I'm middle of the pack runner. I'm not a fast runner. I'm not a slower runner. But, yeah, it was a very, very different feel. And I, I really got to have a look around and see what Fodder Forest actually looked like. <laughs> when I'm not concentrating on the path in front of me. Oh, that's really interesting. I can't believe that you got that many park runs without actually ever walking one. I've probably run walked one with my son, but yeah, walking the entire thing with my new dog, yeah, it was um, it was a very different experience and, and one I enjoyed. I, I definitely want to do it again. So something that has been a little bit controversial and we don't actually go controversial very often in the Park Run Adventurers podcast, <laughs> but the new parkwalk logo i wanted to have a little discussion about this basically because we had some feedback from the office lady the art department and the informants who are up in arms over the design 
Now, don't get me wrong, the colours are lovely. The pink, the white with the orange is very striking. However, I think it's more the logo, the word Parkwalk, that has got people a little bit perplexed with how they chose to uh, portray it, would you say? Yeah, it's a little bit strange how the Ks, so going from the K of Park into the W looks a little... Yeah, a little off kilter. Yeah, and then the final K tails off into the zigzag design, which is supposed to – I think the zigzags are supposed to look like Ws. Yeah. The zigzags are on either side of the logo, representing kind of the W of walk, I suppose. Now, so the ideas man thinks perhaps it's a European pronunciation of Park Vault. (laughs) (laughs) And he's also wondering if the same graphic artist might like to design a Greatsman logo. But that's a whole other discussion Mm. for another day. That is controversial. Well, (laughs) having a statesman-specific thing for Victoria as a greatsman, I don't know. It kind of grates on me. mm. Mm, Dad joke. M's fighting words. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, so I'm not sure that they've got this logo on point. You can kind of get it. But it just feels a little bit like it's off to me. The zigzags to me look very winter. They look very ugly Christmas. They are, aren't they? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it could be a heartbeat even. A little bit fair isle. Do you remember that? (laughs) That's the the name of that design, isn't it? Fair isle. Knitted fair isle pattern. Yeah, no, okay. I'm showing my age. I don't know the answer to that. Sorry. That's okay. I'm a knitter from way back. (laughs) Anyway, uh, I tried to fix it myself on my phone and I just pinked out all those zigzags (laughs) and tried to fix it. And then I realised Parkrun's actually done that themselves. There's another logo without the zigzags as well. So, oh, well, anyway, it is what it is and uh, we will embrace it. Of course we will for October. 100%. It's a great initiative. It is. And hopefully people will come along try their walking at Parkrun, realise that they're welcome all the time and they will keep coming back. Exactly. And they may become volunteers out of it. Yes, because that's another part of Parkwalk, isn't it? There's going to be the special new volunteer positions. Yeah, exactly. And new volunteer Parkwalk vests, I believe. So, yeah, I believe there's there's either one or two coming and, yeah, it's to encourage people to sort of walk as a group and chat. Excellent. Well, anyway... Being that we are all about walking and being active, that's a really tenuous segue, but (laughs) Ollie's not here to do all the clever segues, so I'm (laughs) doing my best. (laughs) Are you still streaking, Simon? I started on the 1st of September and then I got COVID on the 2nd of September. Oh, no. Yeah, so I wasn't allowed out of the house. I, I tried to do streak in my backyard and yeah I got very very bored very quickly you didn't do 250 laps of your hallway no, no. <laughs> I yeah after hearing Chris had done that I was I was very very impressed no it didn't work for me unfortunately after um getting COVID. How's your streak going? I am still going and have even completed my streak tonight. Uh, Listeners will be glad to know that after last week's pod, I did get out there. Uh, My lovely husband accompanied me on a lap of the block. So I am still up to date. Amazing. Yes. Uh, Some things I haven't done. I have not done Strava art yet, this bingo card. 
I guess you can say. Um, so I'm yet to tick that box off. But I think I've got most other boxes. Oh, I haven't done the signpost one. Ollie's level up. Oh, okay. From last week. Time is my enemy at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest, the next two days are going to be pretty difficult. I might have to bite the bullet and set the alarm super early, which I'm not a fan of, I must admit. Uh, but I've got two days to edit the pod before I am going away for the long weekend. So, hmm. Anyway, Ollie is in Fiji. As he mentioned at the end of last week's pod, he is sunning himself poolside in lovely Fiji, but he has promised to provide us with a bingo card level up. So by the time this episode comes to air, that should be released. Fingers crossed. Is he going to do something like you have to do your streak in Fiji just so that he has a niche? (laughs) (laughs) That would be really cheeky, but I I think he's way too nice to do that. Yeah. Uh, He actually told me what it was going to be and I can't remember. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And we better not mention it just in case he changes his mind. But that's his department. So Ollie is the very clever person that updates the bingo card. I do not have those skills. I am struggling hard enough to populate the Dazzers in the show notes in his absence. (laughs) So nothing's quite going along as normal this week. Anyway, what is normal is that for the third week, we have the Streakmeister. We have some audio from Pippa again. So why don't we listen to that now? Hi, Parkrun Adventures. It's Pippa. So by the time you hear this, you will have gone through three weeks of streaking. Has it become a habit yet? Are you looking forward to scampering out for a quick streak saver or meeting up with friends for a slightly longer walk? This week, just my streaks have involved going past Buckingham Palace, walking to work so that my daughter could cycle. I felt I was quite noble in that one. Got lost running in the woods, uh, found a friend to run longer in some different woods, as well as uh, some of my regular walks talking to friends. I also want to talk a little bit about what the long-term impact is of uh, streaking. And that is that I look at distance and and I think other people who've long distance walk and running will have got this as well. And I don't think, oh, oh, it's uh, three or four miles, therefore I have to get in the car. I go, okay, I can cycle that bit. I can walk that part. So routinely, two, three, four kilometres, quite happy to walk. Same with seven, eight, nine kilometres on the bike. And for me, that's a really wonderful thing about getting fitter and getting into that habit of using my legs while I can, rather than hopping into the car. That's a point to ponder as we're getting towards, uh, say, we finished three, week three, getting towards the end of September, and all the joy of being part of this. Happy streaking. And thank you to Pippa. Three weeks of streaking done now, and as she said, has it become a habit? It does change your perception of distance. Uh, do you find that, Simon, when you um, when you put the car in for a service and you think, oh, I could just run home? Well, yeah, I, I have been doing like a 1.35k loop, dropping my son to the bus stop and then walking the dog. So the other day, like on the 1st of September, I went and did 2k's, hmm. added the extra few metres. Excellent. 
getting the streak done. So, yeah, that's an excellent idea. Not quite the same as me accompanying my husband to the bottle shop just earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so I could get my streak done while he bought his beer. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly on, this week at Dazza's, Dazza said, it's Country Music Day. Dazza's favourite thing about country music is that if you play it backwards, you get your dog back, you get your truck back, and you get your wife back. Come on, listeners, give us your best park around the country music crossover puns, tenuous links, or crazy coincidences. And we kicked it off this week with Claire Stutchbury and Jack Corkle. But Claire said first, guess who's back? <laughs> That's my little, you know, back again. Eminem. Very Eminem, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, straight back to Parkrun. Jack said four and a half months Parkrun hiatus and now back completing Stones Corner Parkrun. Had to be back on Friday night, so I didn't miss another week. Was lucky enough to run some park runs, in inverted commas, overseas every Saturday morning and had up to 20 people some mornings from a few countries. And Jack added a Great Britain flag, an Australian flag and a New Zealand flag. We are so happy to see Jack back at Parkrun. Welcome back, Jack. Welcome back indeed. we got first time to Dazza's, Craig Ryan. So he said, morning, Dazza. This morning I completed Gardner's Creek Park Run with my brother-in-law, not quite Tim McGraw. A great morning as all Park Run mornings are. Happy Park Run Day all. Welcome to Craig Ryan. We also had a couple of milestones over in New Zealand this week, Simon. We had Chantelle Hosking and Tim Robbins. Chantelle said, saw this and thought of you, Dazza. Today visited Owairaka Park Run and did a thing. 250th Park Run. Chantelle shared a photo of a very big Kiwi Dazza. And congratulations, Chantelle. Now, Tim said there was a Shania Twain song playing on the radio on my way up to Greytown Woodside Trail for my 250th this morning. Does that count? I do believe the office lady replied that it absolutely does count and Tim shared a photo of himself with the 250 shirt cut out. So congratulations to you both. Yeah, congratulations. Okay, I feel like I've been stitched up here. <laughs> We've got one from Patty Shimasek. Saturday morning in Shell Harbour, Australia. Is being like somewhere special? All through the morn, how the hours pass by, you walk, run and talk and you watch the folks fall. We had a fall at Park Run today, but it was a minor injury, thankfully, and the weather was perfect. I tailwalk and even took a selfie with a famous parrot that I'm not sharing because I need selfie lessons. <laughs> well, I'm very good at selfies. I could give you some uh, lessons there, Patty, but I actually saw that selfie and I thought it was quite good. So own it. Own it and post it. That's what I say. Next up, we had Jackie O'Connell with a knotty. Naughty number 817 today after timekeeping at Inverloch Park Run. Lots of sea parrots today and fortunately the rain held off with only a light sprinkle. Jackie shared a photo of the sea parrots, which are seagulls. And well done on 817 naughties. That's pretty impressive. That is huge, yeah. Okay, we've got uh, the ideas man, Bruce Purdy. So he said, happy country music day. I work with a really cool muso named Jeff who goes by the stage name of Crank Williams. His music style is cow punk, which is a harder edged country music. 
P.S. Crank doesn't feature in this photo from Berwick Waters Park Run. And Bruce shared a photo of the start of Berwick Waters Park Run with the correctly positioned flag. So no finds for him. I love it when I learn things, Simon. Cowpunk. I had never heard of cowpunk before. I'm going to have to look it up. It sounds really edgy though, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm interested. I'm going to look it up too. But at home this week was M Nico who said, here comes that rainy day feeling again at Kira Park Run where I enjoyed my first park run in a few weeks. I didn't travel anywhere, staying to enjoy the green, green grass of home. And M had a photo of herself, which I assume was one of the park run photos uh, on a very wet-looking course. We've got one from Johan in South Africa. So he has said, oh, give me a home where the parkrunners roam, where the children and parkrunners play, where seldom is heard a discouraging word and the sky is not cloudy all day. Well, not quite cloudless, but doesn't look like any hope of streaking in the rain. Greetings from Hyderdale Park Run on an awesome spring morning. And uh, I didn't put it in the show notes, but uh, Johan had a photo of himself in a cowboy hat. Looking very good. Looking very country. Now, this week, the most likes was for our very own office lady, Sam Schroeder. And she said the alarm definitely gave us achy breaky hearts this morning, but worth it. For a 7am start at Curl Curl, followed by breakfast and a knotty in Manly. Curl Curl, Simon. Back out in your old territory. It certainly is. I know that path very well. Uh, so at home this week, we had Michael Sharp. He said, mm-hmm. ah, park run, you fill up my senses like a night in a forest, like the mountains in springtime, like a walk in the rain, like a storm in the desert, like a sleepy blue ocean, you fill up my senses, come fill me again. Upside down squiggle. I don't know what that actually means. Oh, Simon, didn't you watch Mr. Squiggle? Are you not old enough? Oh, no, I definitely know Mr. Squiggle. Upside down, upside down. Oh, Miss Jane, Miss Jane, it's time for a spacewalk. Yeah. And that is in relation to the photo that Michael shared of some uh, park runners on the beach at the beaches doing handstands. So they were upside Ah, down. Ah, gotcha. And a backwards flag. So that's very cheeky of Mr. Sharp because Sonia posted the same photo where the flag was not back the front. Oh, dear. Mm. One job. (laughs) Now, Caro Voss, we heard Touristing over in South Africa. And Caro said, overcast but lovely day at Somerset West Park Run in South Africa. And Caro shared a photo of the three-kilometre marker, which was tyres but with some lovely mountains in the distance. We hope you're having a great trip, Caro. Yeah, definitely. Back in the homeland. So touristing, we had Helen Rutter, who looks like she's made her way across the pond. These Americans are actually a very happy bunch. Had a fabulous morning at Delaware and Raritan Canal Park Run, followed by a proper park faff with locals and visitors alike. And there was a photo of a brunch table selfie. And we had a bingo call this week from Christine Imbert. This morning's park run certainly set my heart singing. Met up with friends at University Park's park run in Oxford, had a delicious banana and chocolate crepe for brunch, got home, checked my results and found that after 341 park runs, I had finally completed stopwatch bingo. And Christine shared a photo of a French-style food truck. 
slash coffee van. I wasn't quite sure what it was, but in any case, it was called Crepesomania. And congratulations, Christine. You give me hope that I may still get stopwatch bingo one day. Oh, what number are you at? Um, 345. And how many have you got to go? One. Oh, what number? <laughs> <laughs> It's been a very long time since my last one, I can tell you. Wow. Okay. Well, that's amazing work, Christine. So we've got another tourist. We have Louise Minty, who said, we listened to some twangy country music on the drive to Rock Creek Trail Park Run in Portland, Oregon. No rocking chairs on porches sighted. And she shared a photo of her and a friend with the Park Run flag and Louise is from West Australia. Yes, so she is also doing quite a tourist trip at the moment over in Oregon. Amazing. It is now. Okay, I have to look for the envelope for the Obi because Ollie's not here, so it must be in my in-tray. Let me... I'm hoping it is because it didn't arrive at my house. It didn't arrive? Okay, now here it is. I've got it. Okay, this week's Obi goes to <laughs> Johan. <laughs> was very clever with his take on a country song, would you say? Yeah, and he actually sent us a photo in his cowboy hat. So, yes, Johan wins the Obi this week. Very well done, Johan. Righty-o. That's it for Dazzers this week. Simon, time now to throw to our roving reports. We've got one this week, so let's listen to that now. Good morning, Parkrun Adventurers. It's Sarah for the Channel 5 News crew reporting in from Tasmania. That's right. I've made the journey from Western Australia down to check out the most southern parkrun in Australia. And I'm here with the whole team yes. at Jeeveston <laughs> Parkrun this morning because they couldn't decide which one of them wanted to speak to me. <laughs> so I'm very, um, very happy to be here this morning and thank you for hosting. Great oh, job, thanks for coming. Yeah, no, thanks for coming. Good to see that you put the sunshine on. I know. And considering it was pouring yesterday we were pretty shocked to wake up this morning with sunshine so no it's been a great morning definitely and we were watching facebook eagerly and we are pleased to see that it wasn't cancelled so can you tell me a little bit about your course yes um so we've had a little bit of trouble lately with um with the rains coming in and we've had a bit of flooding in this park so we've had to cancel uh three events recently um until the council have been able to um jump in and, and fix up all the debris and damage from the floodwaters. So this is our second week back since all that's happened and we are super happy to be back. Definitely. We're happy to be here too. Yeah. <laughs> um, now I did stop and try to find the platypus. Yes. Has anybody got any tips oh, for me? Kylie, Vitalina, no. yes. It's in the swamp at the moment. <laughs> okay. So if I'm looking out for it. The lily pond. <laughs> the lily pond. And someone was saying bubbles and swirls. Yes. Is that right? Yes. Yes. You have to. Yes. Because um, he's quick, quite quick um, in the water and you have to be patient. You have to watch out for those bubbles. And once you see those bubbles pop up, then you just, you know that, that he's under there. He's there. Yeah, and you just have to wait for him to pop up. All right. Well, I shall go back and have a little look. But um, yeah, thank you for that. And do you guys get many tourists down here? 
We do have a few tourists come and go and they come down here because we're the most southern in Australia. So that's the draw card. Yep. Yeah. And I guess one positive for us in WA is that we now have a direct flight after COVID, Hobart to Perth. So Yay. that is very exciting for Excellent. us. So we'll be um, looking forward to seeing more Perth parkrunners. Definitely. More parkrunners from WA, hopefully in the, in the future. So you heard it, Perth, right there. There's a the challenge. <laughs> Get your way down to Jeeveston. Thank you so much for hosting us thank today. You. Oh, thank you for coming. Okay, I'm back in the car now. And that's a wrap. Um, event 176, Jeeveston Parkrun tick and the most southern park run for the compass ticked off if you are visiting hobart it's a beautiful 50 minute journey down through the huon valley driving along the huon river go and check it out a really lovely crew my only wish is that um, i could have stayed for coffee at the local bakery with the team but i'm heading to salamanca markets hoping to check out and taste a scallop pie Okay, see ya. Wasn't that a great roving report from Sarah all the way from WA down there at the most southern point, Southern Park Run in Jeeveston, talking about the swirls and the bubbles of the platypuses. Amazing. Hey, Mel, do you want to move on to the, the Adventurers Consolidated Club report? I absolutely do, Simon. This week we had a total of 300 members. Yes, yes, we have hit 300 members. It might be three weeks late to coincide with our 300th episode, but we got there. That is so exciting. And of those 300 members, 235 took part on the 17th of September at 134 locations. So the largest front, once again, we had eight at the Popular Ponds. We had four at Greenway, which was Tracy Jensen, Naraj Canal, and Aaron and Michael Gentle. Four at South Toowoomba with Pauline and Russell Taylor and Barbara and Roger Luther. The largest vrond we had was at six at Des Connor Park Juniors, which was Belinda Taylor, Erica Liotta, Leonie Butler, Michael Blaine, Michael Schultz, and Tracy Wood. And then there was five at Westerfolds Junior and four at Ainsbury. Now, Simon, you might be able to answer me this question. Greenway, why has Greenway Park Run got a capital W in their one word of Greenway? I don't actually know. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Okay. I just always wonder whenever I see it with its little mid word capital. I guess it's like the whole park run all in lowercase. It's it's part of the brand. It's part of Greenway has has a brand. Okay. And good to see four out at Eman's home park run at South Toowoomba. Yeah. And the Vrons making the news at all the junior park runs. Exactly. Where was E-Man this week? Oh, I don't know. I'd have to refer to my own consolidated club <laughs> report. <laughs> all right, you don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> or I could stalk him on an app or something. Yeah. Mm. But it was close this week, Simon, between the big three, 28 events in Victoria, which is down on our normal numbers, and 26 in New South Wales. Ooh. Hollywood like that. New South Wales is challenging Victoria. He would. 23 in Queensland, so Queensland not far off the pace. 
Yeah. Even South Australia was up on its usual numbers with 12 events. Amazing. I know. I know. We're growing. Indeed. So, yeah, that is good to see. Lots of adventurers out there enjoying all their touristing. But looking forward, Simon, ugly Christmas singlets. Now, I happen to know up until now you have not been an owner of an ugly Christmas singlet. That is correct. Is this going to change this year, Simon? It is going to change this year. I definitely want to get the throwback version, the one that has so many cute little things in there. <laughs> little Easter eggs. I like how you called it the throwback. <laughs> it's the original reimagined version of the ugly Christmas singlet. Fair enough. I'll accept that. <laughs> <laughs> and it has two new rows, one the first row has the motives that is the pineapple, which signifies, well, represents, I guess you could say, the OG Mal, Mal Erbacher. Yeah. The red balloon that represents Scotty Trickett and his 99 red balloons. Yeah. The little Ainsbury duck that's there to represent me. And uh, there's this strange other thing. Is that a cactus? The cactus. And is that... I don't know. Is that Ollie because he hasn't shaved? <laughs> and he's all prickly? <laughs> um, maybe. Yeah. Or, or maybe it's supposed to be something else. Hmm. Maybe I'll take that conversation into next week. Fair enough. <laughs> Ollie can uh, explain what his cactus is supposed to represent. <laughs> <laughs> He's not here. Too bad, so sad. Exactly. Now, also, the other row of motives is representative of all the different animals that have been on past versions of the Ugly Christmas singlet. Now, the kangaroo, I believe, was on the original Ugly Christmas singlet, the one that this same shirt is based on. Yeah. Uh, the koala and the pineapple was on the second version. Oh. The emu was on the third version, which was our Nambor year yeah with fluffy then last year we had the platypus and the echidna so they are both there but new new this year is the crocodile and the kiwi very cute a nice little inclusion there with the kiwi for our uh friends across the dutch yeah now not only can we get this fabulous design in both the singlet and the shirt, but there's a second design this year. Which is amazing. The gingerbread Ooh. is a great addition this year. Obviously, it is in gingerbread colour <laughs> with uh, the buttons down the front. Uh, the What are they? Gumdrop buttons? Is that? I think it's gumdrops, yeah. I've got Shrek in my head. I've got the gingerbread. <laughs> Not the gumdrop buttons. <laughs> <laughs> um, and on the back, run, run it as fast as you can. So a cute little design there by the elves. The elves, yes, thank you. But special limited edition, and I am led to believe limited numbers this year, Simon, is a visor. I am definitely getting one of those. I definitely heart ugly. Yes, I have ordered the visor already. I've ordered the OG updated shirt and visor in a package. So I am very excited. They are going to match my Brooks Ugly Runners 
perfectly. Beautiful. So. Where are you going next parkrun day? I'm glad you asked, Simon. (laughs) (laughs) I've got another adventure because there's no rest for the wicked, especially not the wicked parkrunners. I am going to North Park's Oval in the New South Wales town of Parks. You've got a long weekend. Uh, We do. (sighs) Fantastic. Our Prime Minister has given us a day off on Thursday and Victoria may have upset the plans of the rest of the country who maybe would have liked a Friday public holiday and yet don't get one because we already had a public Friday holiday for the AFL Grand Final. Are there any Victorian teams still in the final? Yeah, Geelong. (laughs) (laughs) Geelong's in Victoria. Oh, is it? Okay. And the Sydney Swans. Yes. Yeah, but anyway, we don't care about the footy. We just care about we've got a public holiday. (laughs) So... Actually, this weekend we have been planning for the last two years and, as you know, (laughs) over the last two winters, every time we've had lockdowns in Victoria and especially in Melbourne CBD. So we haven't been able to get to do this adventure. So finally we are. So we're very excited. The dogs are coming with us. Oh, amazing. Yay, a 10-hour dog trip with Choo Chihuahuas. (laughs) Fun. (laughs) (laughs) We're taking the dog pram, so keep your eye out for uh, lots of social media of dogs at Parkrun this week. Uh, But, no, it should be a fun, it should be an adventure, and I'm forcing Zoe and Paul to get out of their bedrooms. Amazing. What about you, Simon? I will not be Parkrunning for the next two weekends. Um, I have a wedding this weekend and I'll be in Bali for the next one. What is it with my co-hosts going off on tropical adventures where there's no park runs? I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, I don't choose the destinations. I just go. Oh. No, I do. I I definitely have some. (laughs) Yeah, well well done, Caroline. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we're heading off to Bali for for eight nights because, yeah, it'll be our first overseas trip since COVID and we've cancelled so many trips in this time. And, uh, yeah, so we're heading off, taking a well-deserved break. Well, I hope you enjoy that. And, yes, don't we just hear that so often when we see our friends going on holidays and it's like, this is our third attempt to get there. We've all had a tough couple of years and we are now enjoying a little bit of the spoils. So I hope you have a really good time. Thank you. I'm hoping so too. Hmm. Hoping to get some runs in, even if it is very humid. Oh, yeah. Notties and streaks. Yes. Oh, well, you can catch up. Just deduct those COVID days you couldn't do and add that on to the end. I'll just restart the streak. Oh, yeah. yeah, Well, that too. I only did one day, so I might as well restart it. Okay. Well, I think that's it. As always, you can contact us via Facebook or on our email, which is parkrunadventures at gmail.com. That's it for another week. We'll see you all next week for more adventures. Thanks for having me, Mel.
lady has sent me an email. What's this? Oh, I like the logo because it has fun zigzags and it says parkour instead of parkrun. I like that it encourages people who don't like to run or can't run to come and walk so they're still getting their fitness. Bye, adventurers. Stay safe.